Hey there, this is Mark Patton from Nightmare on Elm Street for Underground Horror Radio. Whatever you do, don't fall asleep. And welcome to Underground Horror Radio on undergroundhorrorradio.com and also on Podbean and Anchor FM. It's Justin McPatches. I am uh, here behind the scenes in a very uh, undisclosed location office for Fright Nights 2019. That's right, we're back. It's been a while. We did a nice little interview back in July, but now I'm here with the man who we've interviewed twice already. But now it's a new year, and we're excited because this year looks like it's pumping up to be crazy. So we got 2019. Here's Craig. Hey, Craig. Hey, how's it going? Um, happy to have you out here. Fight nights at the South Florida Fairgrounds. If uh, those of you who don't know, we've been here since 2002, and if you haven't paid a visit, now is the best time to do so because it is a beast. Oh yeah, it's it's one. It's the biggest thing going on in South Florida as far as haunts go. Uh, what have we got? Four houses this year. We got 400 houses. Those are indoor haunts. We've got two scare zones that uh, are before the haunts and after the haunts. So you really get sandwiched in there. And so a lot of opportunities to be scared. 20,000 square feet inside and a lot more square feet outside. So lots of scares. Uh, midway too, like a part of the fair kind of. And you got, I mean, I saw the commercial, great commercial, by the way. Nice. Uh, it's got video games. It's got rides. It's got food. Like it's got everything. Yeah. So the midway, um, we're trying to fill it up with more diverse things. We do have the rides returning, but, it, you know, uh, that's not what we rely on. We want other interactive things. So we got ourselves a virtual reality trailer. And uh, last year we had one experience. This year we have two experiences. So that's coming. That's really cool with the headset. You also are strapped into a chair. So it's not just the uh, not just the headset. It's also it moves you around. There's uh, smells. There's uh, there's tactile things. So it's a really cool VR that we snagged a couple years ago. Uh, also, like you said, the video game trailer. So there's uh, Fortnite tournaments on Thursdays. Uh, you'll find that in our event page, uh, our event section in Facebook. Um, and then on the other two nights, it's open play. And a lot of stations, so a lot of people can be accommodated. You video gamers, come on out here. There's no place cooler to experience these games. And then when you get aboard, bored with that, you just get up, go see a haunted house, come back, play some more, and so on and so forth. Grab some elephant ears. Yeah, all kinds of good stuff. Go so, so to make sure uh, the virtual thing—that's like a virtual haunted house kind of thing. Yeah. Oh wow! Can you so, can you elaborate a little bit more? Yeah. It's a it's a walkthrough, but you know, obviously, you're not walking; you're in a chair. So, one of them that I experienced is, uh, and that's the first one. I haven't seen the second one yet. The first one is you are in a wheelchair in a mental hospital, so you being strapped into that chair makes a lot of sense. And then different characters are coming at you. And you can turn your head and look all around this insane asylum. And there's people creeping out of doors or peering out of windows or confronting you in the hallway or sneezing on you or whatever. And you feel and express, I mean, and, and, uh, and experience all of this stuff while you're strapped into this chair. So it's kind of scary in that you really can't control your experience that much. You can see what's going on, but you can't move. You can't run or anything. No, nah, you can't move and you can't pick up your speed. So it's not like... Um, some people may have done the VRs where you have the Oculus on and you're actually in a black box and you can move. This is a lot different than that. I actually find it scarier because of the immobility. So, yeah, it's a really cool thing. I don't even know about this black box thing. The only thing I've ever done for VR is like drunk bar fight and um, this one zombie game where you can pick up weapons. and, and it's, But you don't really move. You're just in levels and stuff. Sure. That's kind of fun. But, um, but I'm more excited about the actual like houses. Um, because as you know, we both are very big. Well, we're both artists. You're widely known. I'm here. And, um, not just that, but 
I mean, the set designs. Like, I'm, that's more my favorite thing, just to see how it is on the inside. Then, you know, I don't really get scared, but I enjoy the atmosphere of it. I mean, so what, what kind of houses you got this year? They couldn't give away too much in July, but now we're closer to opening. Yeah. Do you think you could uh, give us a little more info? Yeah, now I, now I can tell you because everything's on myfrightnights.com dot com the uh, descriptions and you'll see the haunt poster so you'll get a good idea from looking at the visual um also this might be a good time to mention i don't know if you're coming to behind the scenes are you planning on coming yeah i plan on coming okay so that that you really get to see everything because you can peek in where the actors hide you can see behind the walls all the uh, all the guts of what makes this thing go but so the 400 houses are as follows and i'll go right in a row so i can remember exactly what i'm talking about right here where we are justin is sunny shores hotel which is a hotel overrun by zombies and uh the set design in there is legit because you got hallways of doors and wallpaper and all that stuff that you kind of is like that shining-esque kind of feel where you you're like uh getting a little tripped out from the repetition and uh lots of rooms and there's a laundry area and all the stuff you'd expect in a hotel but it's gonna be completely overrun with maniacs um not maniacs the undead uh right after that you've got el orfanato which is uh, a play on something that we, we fooled with before. And this is uh, an orphanage where everything has gone wrong. The kids have been mistreated. So you've got vengeful spirits. You've got, you know, evil school head headmasters. You've got all that stuff represented there. So a lot of creepy kind of kid-like. Uh, yeah, and we're trying our best to get a lot of volunteers that are, you know, under five foot to come come railing out at you from all the dark corners. The layout is really confusing and cool. There's there's parts where you don't know where you're supposed to go and you have to kind of access places you wouldn't expect. Um, so that one's going to be really neat. I love the set design in there. Uh, right after that, we got Dead Time Stories, which is like fairy tales. You're going to have like Hansel and Gretel and some of the other classics. But of course, the really warped version of those. Um, and we're even mixing in some, some pop culture. If some of you were in a house last year, you saw the three little pigs, but it had a clockwork orange edge to it. Nice. That's coming back to some degree. So you can expect a spin on all those fairy tales. And again, I, I, you're talking about set design. All four of these houses have amazing set design. I find Dead Time to be real trippy and kind of got a – and there's even uh, kind of an Alice in Wonderland uh, sprinkling That's on some of this creepy. stuff. Yeah, it's always just weird and warped. And it looks cool in regular light. So when the lights and smoke come on, I'm excited to see how it looks. We have Much not different. done – yeah, we haven't done a light test yet. We're, we're approaching light tests probably in the next couple of days um and sound so and then last but not least is sunny shores uh, not sunny shores is cuckoo's nest <sighs> cuckoo's nest three this will be the final chapter of that we've uh, been doing it for three years the layout changes uh slightly every year and this year there's some there's a, uh, exciting changes throughout of uh, where people get to go and what they get to see and final chapter uh, i believe the twist of it is that the uh and it was that the clowns took over the insane asylum kind of like an arkham thing yeah and um but now it's like completely the clown. The, they're even, the clowns are even taking off their makeup, so it, it's a free for all. I think Kelly is like trying to go out with a huge bang because the first time was the uh, the battle between the guards and the and the clowns, and then the second one it was Christmas, so there was all Christmas decorations everywhere, which was a cool fun thing. And now it's just complete uh, chaos. So I expect it to be over the top. Her cast, she always casts people who are just obsessed with clowns and being clowns. So it promises to be super scary. So yeah, yeah a lot of the uh, a lot of the promos this year involve a lot of clowns or or makeup type like that. Not necessarily like like Bob, yeah. who we met Bob before a couple of months ago. Bob is cool. Yeah, um, he's a fun guy. We got Kelly. Kelly. So that's that's Kelly. Okay. Not Kelly Goodman, but Kelly Lash. I like that. She's on the Bogo. 
You've got um, this guy's kind of famous for being in Cuckoo's Nest at the end. You see the, the laser, yeah laser room. Yeah. Okay. Um, of course, I'm I'm Eggman. Oh, we know Eggman. You got Kelly Goodman as Misfit. Nice. Pictured here. You've got Helga Ray. Ray Roddingwell as Helga. So, yeah, we're heavy on the clowns. Even Dr. Gooch is a clown demon kind of thing. So we just happen to, I don't know, We I guess we clumped together into a, a little clown um, a little clown colony. But uh, Jeremy and Brad are more well-rounded as far as designers. And uh, Travis, oh, Travis dresses up as Mr. Dot. So he's a clown too. So holy smokes. A lot of clowns. Yeah, a lot of clowns on the creative team. So it tends to, tends to get that spin on it. But they will be peppered into the event, but they're not uh, – they're not in every haunted house. They're in out walking around, maybe. Or... They're definitely walking around, and I think Jeremy might have one inside Dead Time Stories, and John and Claudia might have one inside inside the uh, toy area of El Orfanato. So clown phobics, no apologies. Sorry, not sorry. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> either try you can come and try to get over it. That would help, but it might not go your way. It's called exposure therapy, and I highly recommend it. So get your tickets now at myfrightnights.com. Five dollars off right now, folks. There uh, it is. Advanced <laughs> tickets are on sale until the tenth. So that's next week. Yeah, it's uh, it's already October. So how's your October so far? It's only been two days, but it's exciting, right? It is exciting. I have. Uh, Changed my uh, cover photo on my social media so that all of my friends and family can be grossed out by what I do every fall. Um, yeah, no, we love October here. You can even fear the weather changing. It's still really hot out there, but the the, the breeze has picked up. Yeah, the breeze always picks up when we're getting ready to set up the midway just to make it more difficult. So we always chuckle about that. Um, but yeah, we're, we're always excited for October. It's been a long road. We started mid-August because for those of you who don't know, and you will be told this if you come to the behind the scenes, we are a tear-down haunt, which means um, everything comes out of trailers, gets set up, and then tore, tore, we tear it back down in November, put it back on the trailers, and send it away. So we've only got those uh, six to eight weeks to really bring it from nothing but sticks and skins all the way to making it look like a hotel or making it look like an insane asylum. So set design is our specialty, and scares is our number one priority. Yeah, and um, I've been here a couple times. It's always great, and not to mention that it's like you guys start planning the next year right after Halloween or during Halloween. So see, you already got stuff up there for 2020. And I know you go to uh, a lot of those uh, haunts. Um, uh, Legendary haunt tours. Le haunt tours, yeah. How are they? i never been. How are they? It's kind of like seeing um, a movie set. Yeah, if you're if – you're yeah, let's say you're a fledgling movie maker and you get to go on the set of a Spielberg thing or maybe that's pushing it a little too far. But you get what I mean. You get to go see the cream of the crop. Maybe you get to see Carpenters. Of, yeah, of people who are doing what you do. So, yeah, you're a musician and you get to go see your favorite band and meet them and go to their rehearsal and all that stuff. So this is kind of like our behind the scenes, which is kind of where we got the idea. They kind of let you look under the hood. They let you ask a million questions like, so how do you guys handle makeup for 150 people? Because at one point – you know, it was okay, but it wasn't as efficient as it could be. So we go to these things for enjoyment, but also to pick their brains and try to tighten up our production here so that uh, it becomes more cost effective, which makes our budget more spongy, which gives us more creative juice on the next year. Um, and of course, make the experience better for the patron as well, because the more efficient we are, the more smooth things run and the less snafus you have and uh, the happier people are in general. So yeah, those tours serve multi-purpose. First of all, they're so freaking fun because these most of the legendary haunts are not 
teardowns. No. So they're built into a building, and that building gets screwed with all year. So is there one like one or two in Georgia? What's the big one in Georgia? Fright, um, not a fright realms, um, something realms, I think. Thirteen realms, or I get the names confused. There's, big, there's the big one though that like Discovery. I mean, uh, Travel Channel always talks about when they have haunts every year. There's like a big one in. Uh, I heard about that. Was that in Pennsylvania? Dude, I will not remember. <laughs> Wisconsin Fear Grounds is kind of like us, but they don't tear down. And that's in Wisconsin? Oh, no, they do tear down. So that was a really uh, important trip because Scarehouse in Pittsburgh. That was an important trip because they are similar to us. So we really picked their brains because we're like, okay, so Netherworld. That's the one, Netherworld. That's the one I was thinking of. You got House of Shock in, um, in New Orleans, of course. Oh, yeah. And that's your round? Statesville Prison. Oh, my God, man. Statesville Prison, I'm trying to remember what state that's in, was one of the coolest. It, it is a, um, it's a prison, and they really, really control your Nightmare New England. They really control your experience by segregating you from your group. Uh, they treat you like prisoners, like you, you line up. All right, prisoners, line up. And <laughs> so it's real personalized, whereas us, we kind of let you loose in here to, to control your own demise or not. There, they were really corralling us. And then I think that's their way to crowd control. Really cool place. So if uh, Haunted House Freaks, besides visiting us, if uh, if you're ever trying to do a road trip, there are some high points that are probably only, you know, 12, 18 hour drive away. I would highly recommend going and touring these places because it's like it's kind of like going to any big production. You're just you're just wowed by the set design, wowed by everything. But the other thing it did, Justin is it allowed us to understand that these places are no different than us. Absolutely no different. Other than, you know, take away budget, take away how they do things and whether or not they have to tear down or not. At the nuts and bolts, it's still just a walkthrough with either some amazing actors in it or some lame actors in it or mix. And it's on every haunted house, including these Cadillac haunted houses, to fill it up with badasses so that so that the patrons get what they pay for yeah it has to be has to be amazing you can go to a great place that's beautiful but if the actors are all half asleep you're going to be irritated on the way out you're not going to be like what great set design you're going to be like i didn't get scared once right that's a bummer that's a bummer yeah it reminds me the last time i was on the jaws ride before it shut down the guy was like sleeping the whole it's like oh boom and i'm like i hope you go to jungle like a jungle cruise at disney (laughs) tomorrow hope that's your new job you bastard next stop polishing dolls at it's a small world yeah because it's like dude it's jaws you got to be excited for jaws and then it closed for harry potter i'm like damn it (laughs) that's okay though people love harry potter so good for them uh it's popular but yeah i love i love that you guys take this approach to it i mean for years and years and i does it does it help being an artist too to kind of like you're you see things differently than other people trying to design something go okay this is going to work because i got this figured out because i kind of paint all the time or whatever it helps it helps um my job has moved from house design to more of a uh, marketing and branding and that kind of thing. And I'm also helping Alex with logistics because he's operations. But there's so many loose ends that I've kind of got my hand in operations as well. And flip side of the coin is Alex has his hand in creative because he's very creative. But I would say that most of our staff, if not being visual artists, they are creative folks in some way, shape, or form. We've got videographers, photographers, uh, musicians. Nice. Um, Jeremy's a mask maker. Uh, Brad is a tattoo artist. Uh, the list goes on. So plenty of team. Plenty as a whole, yeah, we're well round. Like if you combine us into one entity, it's insane the amount of things we could do. Like Becky, our wardrobe, she also knows how to bend neon. 
and bake cakes, wow. you know, and make those those art cakes, and the list goes on. She's a muralist. It's like artistic Voltron, it, dude. It's insane out here, and so it makes it makes for a huge pot of great ideas, and then it's easy to kind of pick through and decide whether it's because of budget or logistics or whatever or timing, uh, which ones we can actually do. So the ones we throw away are awesome, and they go on a list for next year of of a maybe we'll use this next year kind of thing. Well, that's yeah, good. It, it's good. It's good to be an artist, and it's good to see things from an artistic standpoint in order to um, get the quality as high as possible. Yeah, and and it's very high quality. Like I said, I've been to uh, a couple of these here, and it's always fun. I remember one year. The one year I remember the most was that weird uh, barn animal type uh, mutation thing running around. That was a lot of fun. It's also, I think, the same year it got cold, like on on Halloween yes. or like right there, and we're all like, "This is nice." I hope this year comes a little earlier. Not freezing, but nice and cool. Yeah, sixty at night would be optimal. No, no uh, humidity. Exactly, because uh, the actors in here—that's uh, part of the passion that they have to go through. It's grueling. Oh, it's yeah. super hot. Uh, there's good airflow in here, but if you're tucked in a little corner waiting for people and you're about to scare, and you're wearing a mask, and you're wearing wardrobe, or ma- even just makeup or prosthetics, uh, it's super hot. Oh, it's yeah. super hot. So we keep them well hydrated so they can stay energetic, but. Um, Anyone who's done this knows it's one of the hardest things in the world, but um, it is uh, the adrenaline rush that you get from it. It's so addicting. So that's why I still do it after all these years. I can't stop. It's still my favorite part, getting in character and seeing that look on people's face and then that laugh they get, that excited, scared laugh afterwards. Uh, best thing in the world. That's why. It is very cool. It's totally why we do this. I, I can speak. I'm pretty sure I could speak for 100% of our cast and crew that that is why we go through um, all the production and all the blood, sweat, and tears in order to make sure that people have that giggle and have that adrenaline and have that memory. So, yeah, our pleasure. It's always a good time here at Fright Nights. So, everybody go to myfrightnights.com. Uh, get your early – how much are the early uh, bird? So, they're going to be 25 instead of 30 So, you're saving 5 bucks right now. I will tell you that on our Facebook, there is a list of places to pick up a buy one, get one coupon um, all throughout Palm Beach County. Our street team is not that huge, so unfortunately, sorry, if anyone in Broward is listening, you will have to make your way to somewhere in Palm Beach County to grab those, unless you pay attention to social media and see where our street team will be. Like last night, they were at the Godsmack concert, uh, so they do make appearances, but there's some there's some brick and mortars where you can find the BOGO, so that's, that's half off. It's for Thursday nights, so any of you guys can do a Thursday. You can go two for one on that deal, and then there's a Groupon floating around out there, too, I believe is also for Thursdays, so... Um, if you're trying to save some bucks, there's three ways right there to do it. Um, pretty soon, Boost Mobile stores are also going to have buy one, get one. Stay stay tuned to our Facebook to find out where in Palm Beach County those Boost Mobile stores are going to have the buy one, get ones. And uh, what else can I say about the tickets? The Only until the 10th can you get the $5 off. Obviously, that's what makes it an advanced ticket. Then they go up to 30 Okay, so save that 5 bucks while you can. MyFrightNights.com. Right on the main page, you'll see a little ticket graphic. Up at the top, just click that, and it brings you to our order form. Real easy peasy. You get a digital ticket. You show up with your phone. Scan, scan. You're in. We start scaring you. There you go. That's pretty simple, everybody. And I think I'm looking at one of the virtual tickets now. So, yeah, it's very simple. It's just like you would if you go to a concert, like the local show anywhere around Palm Beach County through Eventbrite type of thing. So, it's easy. And I'm going to arm you, Justin, with a handful of preview tickets. Nice. But it's on you. It's kind of a short time frame, but I'm sure you'll find a way to get these into people's hands. Oh, yeah. These are for the 11th. So these are for next Friday. Not this coming Friday, but the next Friday. And these will get you in. This is like a little teaser. These will get you in and one haunt. 
One Han. All right. So you got to buy the other ones, or you just come get a little taste and decide to come another night. But regardless, this is a, an $8 value. So if you saw 8 bucks on the ground, you'd probably pick it up. So Justin's going to make sure that some of you guys get your hands on these. I'm also going to arm him with some BOGOs. And you know that he gets around town, so uh, find him. Follow him and find him. And stay tuned, yes. to our, stay tuned to our social media for all the places that we're going to be leading up to opening. That's right. I mean, we only got like a week left, so everybody's got to get them tickets quick. And I'll have these, and I'll be around downtown. Everybody knows what I do all weekend. I'm usually downtown Clematis. Many different places, 500 block, Voltaire, getting set up for Moonfest as well. That's going to be nuts. <laughs> it's just crazy stuff. But yes, come out to the South Florida Fairgrounds. Come here, 30 bucks, 5 bucks off. $8 for one one trip. Just come out. Go see the houses. 30 bucks for four houses isn't bad or three houses. I, I know you were on uh, Facebook Live yesterday, a little bit behind-the-scenes stuff. Yeah, we um, we are adjusting our tickets, and people are going to notice this, and they might be uh, – hopefully they won't be upset. It's a slight adjustment. The haunts are eight tickets instead of seven tickets. So for the $30 entry, you are going to get three – out of 400 houses because you'll be short two fright tickets, but fear not. You can buy a fright ticket right on the midway, and they're only a dollar a piece. So for an extra two bucks, you get all 400 houses. Or, or you know, and also, uh, you guys may or may not know this, we got the RIP Pass, which is $5 per house, which is the cheapest Fast Pass on planet Earth. So for another 20 bucks, so for 52 bucks, let me just say, don't be scared of 52 bucks because you probably spend that going downtown to see a movie. For 52 bucks, you can see the whole place with absolutely no waiting. So compare that to any other uh, haunted thing or even in any event in general, and you're going to find that that's a, a big value. So, yeah, slight adjustments, and that's because our lines keep getting longer and longer. And if we allow everyone to do everything for the entrance, that, that line will just keep getting – you know, five years from now, if we don't make adjustments, it'll be it's going to be across the midway. So in order to not have people upset about that, I'd rather that they just accept a small change in an incremental way as we go through the years and the place gets more popular. we got to keep quality up, folks, and that's one of the ways we do it. So, again, sorry, not sorry. <laughs> from a, It's understandable. From a logistical standpoint, it's the way to go. And if you look at your other haunted houses, including the big wigs up the road, you will notice price increases in large chunks. Not $2 increments, folks. Not $2 increments. So, And certainly not a $5 express pass. Absolutely not. I don't know what a fast pass cause costs. Uh, almost the most as much as a ticket up there in O Town. Yeah, I it's imagine. Expensive. And and due respect to them as well. It is for the same exact reason because they have an entire city worth of people inside their park. More. Yeah. And the, and the only way to control that is to put price buffers on things. Okay, these people will pay for the fast pass. These people will not pay for the fast pass, and that divides the crowd into two smaller increments right there, and so on and so forth. So. It's a, it's an operational thing. You find the same thing at concerts. You find the same thing at festivals. So shows. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So, uh, that's what it is from a standpoint, but still very affordable. And like I said, right now, if you're into saving money, there's plenty of ways. If you got any questions, pop onto our Facebook. We're highly active with our uh, messenger on there. If you got questions, comments, concerns, you want to yell at me about you having to spend more, uh, $2 more to experience the event, feel free to do so. Um, I will tell you the same thing I just told Justin here, but we love you. We appreciate you. We want you to come out and, uh, all you, all you Halloween freaks, this event is done for you.
And uh, the dates are going to be from the 10th. Now, so every weekend, like the Thursday through Saturday, from the 10th to the 2nd yep. of November. Yep. So that's that's four that's four weeks. That's a month almost. Yeah. That's a complete almost month of you know this area, and which is nice because everybody, to be honest, these guys need days off <laughs> to to plan out the next week. So it's you know I I'm okay with it not being open every day. It's more of a weekend fun thing anyway. That's the whole point of it, I yeah. think. And uh, that's that's one, two, three, four, five, six, 12. 11, because tw- uh, the 10th is actually behind the scenes. Oh, yeah. Okay. So 11 through the. Okay. Yeah. But still, that's a lot of days. Yeah. It was nine. We usually do either nine or 11, depending on how the calendar falls. This year, Halloween was nice to us and landed on Thursday. So next year, we'll probably be a similar calendar. It depends. It really depends on attendance and a lot of other things as to how we adjust that. We find that. Anywhere from thirty to forty thousand plus people come, whether we're open nine nights or eleven nights. So, because um, a lot of people don't like to come early in the month, but um, regardless, we like to we like to give everybody the opportunity to come multiple times because it's so darn affordable. Did I mention it's affordable? Very affordable. <laughs> you can come a couple times. In fact, if I was outside the walls of this and I was just a Halloween freak type person, I, I would come multiple times because I'll tell you what, you're not you know most of it's going to be a blur. When you're going through the haunted house, you probably see about 10 to 20% of what there is to see between actors, wardrobe, lights, sound, and set design. So, and what people are saying and whispering in your ear. Yeah. You need to come back multiple times. I'm just saying. I'm just throwing that out there. Plus, there's plenty to do. There is. You could come one time just for houses and another time just for Midway because there's a lot of cool food out there. There's going to be a a good smattering of rides. And again, you got the VR, you got the uh, gaming trailer and you got scare zones uh, and you got interactions with us roaming characters as well. And we're we're, uh, some of us are very friendly and we'll talk to you and even rail on you. And some of us are only out there to uh, horrify you. Uh, So it's a little bit of both. You can get some scares out there while you're getting that elephant ear you mentioned earlier. It doesn't like those. Or you can take a photo with that stinky clown uh, by the name of Eggman. It's up to you. Yes, the best raw sewage eggs ever. Good guy, though. Good guy. But yeah, I mean, this is this, you know, everything you need to know, like the calendar, that's all on myfrightnights.com. It's on the website, people. I'm going to put the website uh, link on my uh, on, on our website as well, once, which will launch very, very, very soon. I'm just finishing up my touches now. It's hard building a website, it turns out. Um, but yeah, it's, we got it all covered. So everybody in the South Florida area, even if down in Brevard, go online, look for tickets, go on social media, which is on Instagram, yep. uh, Facebook. Yep. Are you guys on Twitter? Twitter. Twitter. Right nights, yeah. Fright Nights SFF. If you go to the website, actually, again, of As course, cause that's the hub. Yeah. Down at the bottom, you're going to see links for all the social media and it'll dump you to the, uh, it'll dump you to the different platforms. I'd say, um, uh, as far as like uh, the most action and the most up to date is going to be Facebook because we do a lot of live behind the scenes stuff here on the on the production floor, which is always fun to look at if you're if you're into that kind of stuff. So yeah, definitely check out our different platforms though. the uh, The Twitter is active and the Instagram is active, but the Facebook is the is the behemoth of our social media. So turn on the notifications too when they go live because you never know what might there True. hell there could be a deal we don't know, True. but definitely check that out because whatever they have to do live is probably very important. That's nice of you because yesterday it wasn't. It was me and it was Alex. Heck- I liked it though. It was Alex heckling me from the sound design booth, and uh, walking and, and me trying to get away from the sound so I could actually talk to you guys. But <laughs> it's still fun. Um, but yeah, we show you. I, I show some stuff on that videos that you won't even see at the behind the scenes because it's too. It'd be too time consuming to show everyone everything we do. But right. it's absolutely cool. 
But uh, yeah, yeah, stay tuned. All right, everybody. Thanks, Craig, again. Always, always a pleasure. Everybody come out to Fright Nights starting the 11th. Unless you got behind-the-scenes tickets, then, of course, come out on the 10th. But uh, definitely come out uh, multiple times if you can. It's a great event. It's fun. And it's half the price, way half the price than any other giant, you know, Tampa, Orlando event. Uh, right here in the middle of South Florida at the heart of West Palm Beach, of course, out west. It's not that far. I live 10 minutes, 15 minutes from downtown, so it's not far to get to. You guys can get here. Have a good time. Have a little scare. And remember, October is amazing. And uh, thanks again. And this is Justin McPatches, Underground Horror Radio. Underground Horror Radio.